Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're starting a new mimer on the bottom of the page, Mem Vav. Um... With the help of heaven, the Shabbos Parsha portion of Ayishlach, the year of Rish Samaches, 5668. And Yaakov is saying to him, to Esav, when he's sending a special present to him in order to find favor in his eyes when he's coming back to meet him. After being away for so many years, when he stole the blessings, so to say, from from his father Yitzchok, says Vayihili Shrei V'Chamir, and I have oxen and donkeys, Tzayin V'Eve V'Shivcham, sheep and servants and maidservants V'Eshlocha L'Hagi L'Adeni, and I'm sending this present to tell my master Lim Tzaychein Be'Necha to find favor in your eyes. Tzorich L'Avim Mahala Yaakov Yoda Asher Esav Seinele. We have to understand, because Yaakov for sure knew that Esav hated him. And why then is he letting why then is he letting Esav know of all the good that he has? On the contrary, through this, through letting him know all the good things that he has and all these servants that he's all the wealth basically that he's come into, he's gonna arouse even his jealousy and the hatred of Esav even more towards him. And so why why does he what's the point of him letting him know, letting Asaph know about all this? And and specifically through that, he's, that's how he's gonna find favor in Asaph's eyes. That's one question. Why and the second question, and why specifically these things does he let him know about? The oxen, donkeys, um and also the third question is what is this idea of finding favor? In Esav's eyes, what is the deeper meaning in that? And that through these aforementioned things, uh, all the all the different things which he mentions, why through those things specifically um, will there be the uh, the finding of favor? In order to understand all this, first we have to understand the idea of what is the idea of Yaakov and Esav in their spiritual source. It's known that Yaakov and Esau are actually the levels of Toyu and Tikkun. Um, Toyu being the, the world, which, with the very high spiritual world, which is called Toyu, means from chaos. Because there is such an intense, intense revelation of the godly energy there that the, the vessels in every world, there's the, there's the godly energy, which is called the air, the light, and the the form that that energy takes on, the specific form 
the channel that where the and that that simple energy is channeled through and expressed through those specific form, and those are like usually the ten spheres, chesed, gvura, tiferes, all those things. So every world is made up of eris and kalim, lights and vessels. And Tayu, the revelation of Hashem's energy was so intense that it broke the vessels, and that caused that there should descend the sparks from that high world of Tayu into all the physical things in our world. And that's where comes the whole idea of the Avedas Abirurim, the service of refining the sparks and uplifting them back to their source. And then there's the world of Tikkun, uh, which is the which means the world that's already fixed. And that's the general, um, the, all the four worlds of Seder Shtalshala, so the chain-like descent of the creation, and specifically more, uh, specifically referring to the world of Atzilus, which there's a, it's already fixed, there's a, there's a um, proper proper balance between the amount of revelation of God, the energy, and the vessels which contain that energy. And therefore the, the energy is expressed in a proper way and doesn't break the, the channels, it doesn't break the vessels. So Yaakov and Esau have their spiritual source in Tayu and Tikkun. Yaakov comes from Tikkun, the world that's already fixed, and um, specifically Atzilus, and Esau from the higher world that preceded that, not in time, or not in, but actually in level, the, a higher level of Tayu, is where Esau is rooted in. Esau comes from Tayu, Yaakov who begins from Tikkun. Yaakov comes from Tikkun. So now to explain a little bit more about Tayu and Tikkun. Tayu and Tikkun are actually the ideas of chesed, of kindness, and gvura, and severity. Tayu b'chines chesed, v'tikkun b'chines gvura. Tayu is actually an expression of kindness of Hashem, and Tikkun is an expression of gvura, of severity, or contraction, limitation. Um, that can make sense even without the explanation we're going to see right now, but chesed uh, is usually just an unlimited expression of God's revelation um, without any boundaries, and that's the whole idea of toyu. It's That's why the world of chaos, it's too much of an expression of unlimited levels of godliness, and therefore it wasn't able to con- the vessels weren't able to contain it, and they broke. Whereas tikkun, it's the idea of gvura, it's severity, it's contraction, it's compartmentalizing, its limitations, and therefore they're able to. There's able to be a proper balance between the amount of energy and the vessels. And similarly, it's understood from what it says. It's written in the Sefer Atmuna, one of the books of Kabbalah, Asher Yesh Zayin Shmitis, that there are seven different Shmitis. When in the existence of the world, this which is supposed to exist for six thousand years, and there's actually seven different shmitas. Uh Shmita is the um, every seven years. There is a shmita year which we let the the earth um, not we don't work the earth, and then after seven shmitas is the yovel. But um, here we're talking about a spiritual concept of these seven different shmitas, seven different time periods of sp- spiritual uh, time periods. Shmita ha'alef so there are seven different uh, spiritual time periods, which are called Shemitahs, and the first Shemitah, the Sefer HaTemunah says, was the, from the level of Chesed. Sorry. So the first Shemitah, uh, the Sefer HaTemunah says, is from the level of Chesed, uh, and the second Shemitah time period is from the level of Gvura, which the Shemitah Zu, the one that which we're actually found in, find, found in right now, is from the level of Gvura. So that's what the Sefer Tzmuna says. 
is from his words it implies that there has to be another another five shmites time periods because there's going to be seven in, in total and that's why the Arizal comes in and he differs with his opinion after this world he says after this world there's not going to be another time period there's not going to be another physical world so that's why I said there's not going to be another five shmites, another you know five time periods, another different physical worlds which these time periods are going to exist in. But the alter, what the Arizal does admit to the to say for in this point, that this world is already the, this physical world which we live in is the second shmita time period. And there was a world which, which preceded this world which we're in of gashmi, but not a physical world. Rather, it's referring to the the world which preceded our say the our um, creation of worlds which we live in right now, the four worlds of Tzilas Biriyatziyasiyah, and all the levels within them. The world which preceded them is the Olam Atayu. and that's what the sages say in the Gemara. That Hashem was building worlds and destroying them, um, which refers to the world of Tayu, which Hashem built and so to say destroyed. Because of the intense revelation was there that the vessels couldn't contain, and they couldn't take that intensity, and they broke. That's the the destruction of that world. So, basically, Sefer Atmuna, there's there's seven different time periods, and the the first one is from Chesed, which that's what we just said that Toyu comes from Chesed. It's the intense, unlimited revelation of godliness, which is too much for the vessels, and the second Shemitah, which we are found in right now, is from Gvuda, and that's the world of Tikkun. Which is gvura, which is from some contraction and severities, limitations, and therefore there, there is a proper balance between the energy and the vessels. So, the Arizal just takes out from that he disagrees that there's going to be five more, meaning there's going to be another physical world which are going to these other five shmitei sort time periods are going to be in. But he does admit that the this world is already a shmita, the second shmita. And the previous world was a not a physical world, but a spiritual world, a higher previous in the sense, not previous in time, but previous in level, which is the world of Toyu. And that's what the say, the Gemara says that there was our Hashem was destroying worlds, referring to the previous world, meaning the higher spiritual world of Toyu. And it seems it seems that the even according to the opinion of the Arizal, the first Shmita time period which refers to the world of Toyu, also came from this aspect of chesed, of kindness. The Lachin, like we just said er, um, earlier, I'm just explaining the intense revelation of infinite godliness. And that's why Moshe Abenu, uh, Moses, our teacher, which who it says in the Sifre Kabbalah, who came, his soul, his soul came from the first Shemitah, which is, like we're saying here, according to the Arizal, refers to the world of Toyu. It says about Meishad Abenu that he was drawn, I drew him out from the water. But, um, what it says when he, they took him out, and Basti took him out from the from the water when he was in the, the basket floating down the water. So, the spiritual sense, he, too, he was taken out from the water, that means that his soul was taken out, was drawn down from the level of water, which water is an expression of chesed, of divine kindness. Just like water goes from above and flows downward, like the Mara says, so to kindness, the whole idea is of flowing down, of flowing outward, of, of, 
of kindness, of, of, of flow of godliness. Um, as explained about these concepts of the from the Sefer Atmuna and the different the two different Shemitahs, and that the, um, the first Shemitah is Toyu, and the second Shemitah is Tikkun. It's explained about all this in actually Teira Eir, in the um, Teira Eir, the Maimur starts Misam Pelo Adam. And then seemingly it's explained in another place that Toyu is actually, Toyu is actually Gevura, um, severity, and Tikkun is kindness. So how do you um, bring together these two opposite, seemingly opposite things? How do you reconcil- reconciliate these two, this contradiction? Because really in truth, the chesed, the intense kindness of the world of Toyu is actually in, in real, in, the, in, in truth, is actually an idea of gvuda, of severity. But in fact, especially after the, after the world of Toyu was, was, so to say, destroyed, and there was the shvidas akelim, the breaking of the vessels because of the intense energy, the revelation there, that is really an expression of gvuda. Gvuda de tikkun and the severity Contraction and the limitation of tikkun is really in truth a kindness. Because this is basically the, the the severity, the contraction, the concealment of godliness, which is in this world of tikkun, allows it to be a world of tikkun, of fixing, a world of balance, where there is a balance between the vessels and the lights in the vessels. However, in the general, more general sense, there are levels of toyu, and tikkun ar toyu is a level of chesed, intense, infinite revelation of godliness, which produced a, a breaking of the vessels of tikkun, uh, of toyu, and tikkun is a level of vura, of severity, of contraction, of concealment, of limitation, allowing for a proper balance between the lights and the vessels, even though in another place it says that toyu is vura, and tikkun is chesed, um, that's because the chesed of toyu is really a is really a gvura. Um So the chesed, meaning the the, ult, the unlimited revelation, which is the idea of chesed, in truth is a gvura, is a very is a severe is a is a negative thing, um, which caused the breaking of the vessels and, and a gvura in the sense of just overpowering. And there's another sense of gvura of tibetus, an intense revelation which is too much. So that chesed, the revelation, the infinite, infinite revelation of Toyu is really, in, in, in a sense, produces a gvura, a negative result. And the gvura, the limitation of tikkun, is actually really a chesed type thing because it produces the proper balance which exists within tikkun. who's the explanation of this idea... Uh, more detail is what does it mean that toyu is from chesed and tikkun is from gura because in toyu there was a, a a lot of revelation of godliness an intense revelation of godliness and in the world of tikkun there is a a little bit of revelation of godliness what is the meaning of this that there was a lot of revelation and a little of revelation uh, it's not that it's the same quality light, but the difference being the difference is only that one of them is a lot more of that light or less of that light. That's not what it means. Over here, when it says in the Sifre Kabbalah, 
Kabbalistic words that tell you is ribay or taken as mute or it's not it's, it's, you you might think it's the same quality light same quality of godly energy but one is a little bit more and one's a little bit less the like for example the godly revelations in atzilus hare that the general revelation of that godly light and energy within atzilus is that which is uh, measured according to the the specific quality of atzilus and within that world of Atzilus, there's different levels. Like within Chachma, the highest sphere of Atzilus, there's a lot more revelation of that, um, the, of the godly energy of Atzilus, more than in the Bina, which is lower than Chachma. And in the Bina, there's more revelation compared to the revelation within Zod, the Midas of Atzilus. So we call that. Despite the different levels of revelation of godliness within Atzilus, all of the the general godly energy which is revealed in Atzilus is on one specific quality, one level. The Atzilus, which is it's all the light, the, the level of godly energy which relates to the world of Atzilus. And within that world of Atzilus, within that specific quality of godly revelation, godly energy, there is higher, lower. Uh, more revelation, less revelation. Like it says in Eitzchayim, the Mokim, within the level of Chachma of Atzilus, the light of Atzilus shines in a a, a um, closeness. Meaning, meaning, it feels you feel the revelation of the pure light of Atzilus in a more closer way. And within Bina, that that light of Atzilus shines in a more broad way. And within the Midas of Atzilus. The light of Atzilus, the pure light of Atzilus, shines through more of a concealment, like through the through a window, um, like the light of the sun shining through a window. It's a little bit, um, it's 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 changed a little bit by the by the by shining through that window pane. And in Malchus, Eitzchayim says that the light of Atzilus shines like through the way of a little hole. So that implies that it's, it's the same light, but it's just a lot less revelation of that light, less like if you put a, a hole in the wall, the light from the outside of the house will shine the same exact light just to be a lot less light because it's being blocked by the wall. All this is this idea that the Eitz Chaim is saying is, the, is just a, a more or less uh, more or less qu- um, quantity but of the same quality light of Atzilus. So, and also in general, the revelation of the, the godly energy of the Kav, which is the, the Kav is the, the godly light which shines after the symptom after the uh, general contr- contraction and concealment of the Shem's infinite energy, allowing for a, a finite uh, revelation of godliness to create finite worlds. So in general, the revelation of the Ira Kav, the line, the line-like energy, the thin line, which is like the finite energy, that light of the Kav is measured according to the specific quality, the specific levels of the worlds. And within that energy of the Kav, which is one specific, one type of divine revelation, within that there's a higher and lower, more revelation, less revelation. How that light of the Kav shines in a more revealed way or a less revealed way. But in general, the light of the Kav is the same quality 
Um, and what's the quality is that it's a more it's a limited and measured light, limited and measured godly revelation. So that's all. That's all how um, we relate to the light, the the godly energy, the godly light. How it is within the already within the worlds, that it's the same quality light, just different quantities of revelation of that light. But when we speak about the, the how there's a a much uh, abundance of revelation of of godly of godly light within Toyu, this is not just a a meaning of a different quantity light. It means it's a whole different quality. It's a it's a nifla, a totally separate and amazing type of godly light. When you um, in comparison to the uh, in comparison to the light of tikkun, which is not on the level the same quality of the the godly light which is revealed in tikkun at all. So now we can understand this this difference of the light that's revealed in Toyo and Tikkun. The difference between the light of the sun and the light of the moon. That the 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 sun is called in the in the Torah, it's called the it's called the the great luminary. And the the moon is called the small luminary. Harei, so we see from this that um, that the light of the sun is a totally separate, different quality light. And also the same thing applies to the the light of the day. The the daytime light is a lot different quality than the light that we have by night from the reflection of the moon. We can understand this even more. So basically, that the light of the sun is and the light of the moon. The light of the moon is only a reflection from the light of the sun. It's not the same quality light at all. It's just a reflection of that light. So too, the light that's revealed in Toyu, different quality totally, and you can't compare it at all. It's not just the same light, but just in a different quantity of revelation. No, it's a different quality altogether than the light that's revealed in Tikkun. The Yeser Yuvan Mimash Amarazal you can understand this even more from what the sages say, the light that was created on the first day of creation, the first man would look in that light and he would see from one end of the world to the other end. And the, the different commentaries ask about this statement. This, this statement should have, should have read, it should have said, yeah, that the first man saw, Adam saw from this light, he saw from the beginning of the world to the end of the world. The specific, the specific expression is, from the end of the world to the end of the world. Um, and the answer to this question is, this light that was revealed in the first day of creation, it's a spiritual light, Adam Adishan was able to see from the end of the world, the, the, the end of the concealed world, meaning the, the world which is a lot higher than our physical world and therefore it's concealed to us, to the end of the revealed world. Which means, Meaning this, so that from the end of Almadi's castle, the end of the hidden world, from below to above, 
which is really the beginning of the of the hidden worlds when you look from so to say from the godly perspective so the end so the end of the of the concealed hidden worlds being that they're so sublime uh, that that means when you look at it from our human perspective the end of the concealed worlds which is really the beginning of the concealed worlds when you look from the godly perspective so the end, when we look at it, it's the it's the end in the sense that it's the highest level within the concealed world. But from Hashem's perspective, it's the beginning of the concealed worlds. And then, however far down you go, the further down you go, the lower you go, the farther you get from the beginning of the concealed worlds. Vaad seifay, and when it says from the the end of the world, the end of the concealed world to the to the end, ad seif almadis galia melmai lelamata. To the end of the revealed world, from above to below, which is really the beginning of the conceal of the revealed world from our human perspective. So, to the end, which means the end of the revealed world um, from Hashem's perspective, which is really the beginning of the revealed world from our perspective. Which the conclusion from this basically is that the, the way that Adamadishan could see in the beginning of creation for this intense godly revelation of the first light was a his seeing and his his vision was um, was in all of the all of the worlds of creation that light encompassed all of the worlds of creation. And as it's known that all the general worlds, in general, all the worlds of, like it says in the verse, the, the, world, the worlds that have no end to them, um, they're all included within these, specific, within these two general levels of the concealed worlds and the revealed worlds. Concealed worlds being Atsilas and all the levels within Atsilas, and the revealed worlds being the worlds of creation, the three lower worlds, which are already the worlds which are coming to a revealed way because they're already in a creation, not just a revelation uh, from the infinite energy of Hashem, which is the world of Atsilas. So when it says, we're trying to understand the different quality of light of Toyu and Tikkun, the difference we first said is from the, the light of the, the sun compared to the light of the moon, different quality light altogether. Um, but even more so, we can understand it from the sages say that the light that was created on the first day of creation Adamadisha was able to look at it from the end of the world to the end. What does it mean from the end to the end? It should have said the beginning to the end. It means from the end of the of the hidden concealed worlds, meaning from basically Atsilas all the way down to the end of the revealed worlds, meaning all the way down to Briatsiasia, to the lowest of the of the revealed world, which is the which is the world of Asia. So all the worlds are included in these two levels of the concealed and the revealed worlds. And the sight, the vision of, of Adamadishim was in, you could see all the worlds through this first light of creation. It was created on the first day of creation. And the sages continue over there that when, when, it, when the heavenly hosts and Hashem saw uh, that the world was not fitting to use this intense revelation of light, so intense that you could see from beginning, I mean, you could see all of existence through this light. 
Hashem, so to say, got up and hid that light away only for the righteous. Or like that's the word that's the wording of the Gemara. He hid it away for the whole, the righteous. The Medrash says it a little differently that he separated that light only to himself, like we've spoken about actually in the previous Maimarim. The light from before the Tsimtsum, which was too high for the world to be able to exist from. Um right at the last line on the page, Instead of this intense light, which encompassed all of creation, there was given the Eid Hashemesh. Hashem gave, instead of this intense spiritual light to light up all of creation, He gave the actual physical light of the of the sun. Um, so we'll stop there at the top of page Memches. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur explanation on a Mimer from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.